0: You're listening to the ESO Network. Your station for all things geek. Ian,
1: look at this. What well, it's a police box. <laughs> what on is it doing here? These things are usually on the street. A beard. Do
0: you mean it? Hey vibration. It's alive.
1: Earth Station Who? A fun mashup celebrating nearly 50 years of the Doctor Who Universe. Hold tight. You never know where the TARDIS is going next. Blossom, yes, Blossom. It's
0: the only sad thing. I want to know what happens next.
2: there listeners welcome to another episode of the earth station who podcast that's right folks we're back and we are continuing with our holiday specials and we are looking at this time at the next doctor the final holiday special with david Tennant as the 10th doctor well technically is that that's not really true because his regeneration was supposed to be yeah well it depends on how you
0: look at it yeah
2: (laughs) so yeah so his last regular one until his regeneration episode. And this also featured a possible hint at, in then who the next doctor was going to be, because at this point they had already announced that he tenant was leaving. So it was like, wouldn't that be kind of cool if they had introduced the next doctor before and teamed him up with the current doctor, that would have been a great concept actually take out yeah exactly psych pull you know no exactly and well moffat kind of did that but we'll talk about that a little bit and we got a great crew of course as always and of course we have of course ms mary ogle is here
0: hi everybody it is fantastic to be here
2: and mr mike gordon howdy and you know what folks it's great to be here. It's the holiday season now. Everyone's feeling happy and festive. Well, most of us, at least. And it it's kind of interesting here that we're talking about this one because, um, you know, are we going to see, you know, David Tennant with the 60th anniversary specials? Are one of those going to be a holiday special? Or there is a rumor going around that the next year's holiday special will be... Um, the first one with the next doctor in it. No pun yeah. intended for this episode. I,
1: yeah. My understanding is, is that David is in three that are going to air in November. And then the first one uh, with Shooty is going to be in on Christmas of next year. So yeah, um, that's
0: what I've heard.
1: I've heard the same thing. So Which is, uh, I mean, I think we all thought we all, pretty much um thought that Russell t was going to bring back the christmas special as opposed to you know new year or any other day mm-hmm.
2: now yeah. it's i i think doctor who fits better with christmas you know and i'm yeah. not one who's a big christmas fan obviously but it's i think doctor who and christmas fit very well together yeah, butter
0: not not, not for religious reasons. No,
1: not <laughs> at, at all. But yeah, not I think it just
0: fits better on Christmas Day than on New Year's Day.
1: I think the only challenge is, you know, coming up with uh, uh, stories that kind of you know, fitting Christmas into those stories. Um, and sometimes it has felt a little forced. Um, this one is, uh, it's not like in totally in your face.
2: Yeah, no, no,
0: they don't go no. overboard trying to shove Christmas in this one.
1: Well, you know. They it's... go
0: overboard trying to shove the Cybermen in it. <laughs> oh, big time. They <laughs> they
2: force the Cybermen down your throat in this one. And, yeah, it, it wasn't the best one, but we'll get to it in a minute. We'll definitely get there in a minute to talk all about it. But we also, you know, want to hear from you guys. Please write us feedback at ourstationwho.com. Definitely let us know how you guys are doing. How's your holiday season so far? And, you know, are you guys doing anything special? Did you save any turkey and ham for us? You know, we would really appreciate that, of course. You know, please send it to us out here at the station. You know, all, do, all food donations are accepted. You know, it's always a good thing.
0: Yeah, you know, I really wish you would lay out money for replicators.
2: <laughs> no, no. We we no, have we all have... the
0: stuff in tubes. It's just getting boring.
2: Well, that's why we have listeners. You know, they could send it to us if they want. It's always good. It's a very cool thing to do. So it should be a ton of fun, though, to be able to talk about this one and talk, think about our holidays. Should be cool. We'll talk about it. Um, but we have some little bit of Doctor Who news as of this date, which is December sixth. Uh, doctor Who has finally started filming with Shooty as the next Doctor. And I, and I don't mean the next Doctor like the episode we're going to be doing <laughs> This is going to drive
0: us nuts the whole time.
2: <laughs> oh, exactly. So um, I don't think this is going to be the holiday special that they're filming that we talked about real briefly earlier. That it sounds like this is going to probably be the, his first regular episode because a lot of times they've had them film out of order so just so they they get comfortable with the the characters and everything like the first matt smith story that he did as the doctor was the weeping Angels story that they did
0: yeah wasn't that number what what was it three that was number three three or Mm -hmm. four
2: exactly and so you know a lot of times you know the regeneration story is a couple a couple of weeks or months later of their filming. So, most likely, we'll get his regeneration story soon. But we're also hoping that possibly we'll get to see his new costume as the doctor.
0: Yeah, I'm really looking forward to that, seeing what they do with
2: that. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Because I'm getting tired of seeing him, you know, people making him up in David's costume or, <laughs> and, you know, or just, you know, him in a jacket and, uh, you know, a button down or whatever. I hope they give him something unique. And as long as it's not Colin Baker's outfit, I'll be good.
0: (laughs) No celery.
2: No celery. No 30
0: mile long scarf.
2: No question mark sweater vest, you know.
0: Well,
1: I, I, I do think it's interesting. I mean, with the logo being a little bit retro, I do wonder if his outfit's going to harken back to some uh some other time as well
0: that's possible
2: that's a very good possibility mikey that's a that's very cool to see i would be very curious to see what they come up with so you know of course you know as soon as we find out you guys will find out usually through our facebook group is where we post the pictures or stories and stuff like that so definitely if you haven't joined the earth station who facebook group please do we would definitely love you to be part of it we got a lot of a great community up there growing and a lot of people are you know posting different stories or you know i know matthew from comcast or burris puts a lot of stuff for big finish up there uh mike faulkner puts his doctor who's creative criticality um watch alongs up there and you know it's kind of cool you know what you can do with that and everything. So definitely join in our Facebook group. And, you know, other than that, there really hasn't been a ton of doctor who news, you know,
1: should point out that, um, sorry, uh, Mike, but we should point out that in the image that they, the, the teaser image that they posted about, um, uh, the new season starting filming, uh, on the slate, the director is named, uh, Dylan Holmes Williams, Um, I don't know, I didn't recognize the name and that's probably because he hasn't done a lot. Um, (laughs) I, I looked him up on the IMDb. Uh, he's directed, um, a TV series called Servant over, over there. Um, and that's about it. He's done a few other shorts and everything, um, music videos and whatnot. So he's a relatively new director. Um, so it's kind of interesting to see where that, um, you know, if that, I, I think we all thought that, uh, you know, WrestleT was going to bring in a lot of uh, familiar names, uh, but it's, in, he he's, looks like he's not afraid to uh, um, try somebody new. Uh, the series that uh, I'm looking at it now, the series Servant uh, is actually an M. Night Shyamalan uh, series that's on Apple Plus. Yeah. Oh, so, interesting. Um, hmm. You have
0: yeah. to look that up.
1: Yes. Very
2: cool. we will have to check that out. So, yeah, it's interesting when you get fresh directors, new eyes and everything. But we also ran into that when we got, you know, Chibnall and he brought in a lot of
0: less than stellar. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
2: So, yeah. So you got to you got to be careful what you wish for, folks, you know, as <laughs> we like to say. Uh,
0: just keep you just got to keep an open mind
2: dude i've tried to do an open mind <laughs> for how, many, how many years.
0: i realized last series was very trying <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I think
1: I, really? I think it's i think it's important as a doctor who audience member though as a doctor who fan to always keep an open mind though because i mean doctor who should be embracing new stuff
0: yeah very i don't want so. i don't want the same old same old all the time they yeah. they, they, need, they need to give chances to new people that's how they they uh, they learn i mean some of those people might turn out to be wonderful additions you know you
2: don't know exactly absolutely no they could be fantastic they could be the next you know big doctor who person and you know we go we saw his very first episode or her first episode and she did knocked it out of the ballpark and everything and you know now we're looking forward to seeing like when rachel directs doctor who or anything you know it's like yeah.
1: I I think also, you know, I mean, I have I, you know a certain amount of trust in Russell T um in that uh during his run and all his other projects that he's worked on, he really uh manages to get creative people and and solid, consistently good people uh to work on his project. So I, I'm not worried about this at all.
2: Cool. No, I'm I'm very much looking forward to it. And you know, we're not going in with blinders folks. We know Russell T had some pretty crap episodes too. So it's well, no, sure. none of them's yeah. perfect. I mean, none nobody, of them's
0: Nobody's, perfect. nobody's, nobody's perfect. perfect. Yeah. There's always yeah. going to be some clunkers.
2: Exactly. So you know, whenever somebody says clunker, I think of Christmas story. It's the
0: clunker. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so. But I, I do, you know, if uh you know, the, the difference was when Chibnall came in, it did seem like he was just going to wipe the slate clean and start and have everybody knew and for some reason that that threw me off I didn't really appreciate that um uh so I I don't feel that way already with Russell because probably because he's brought a bunch of people in that were familiar with who first and now he's at, at opening the door to new people too so I think I think a, a balance is and I like that that fact yeah, that there's think- a balance there
0: I mean, I think a mixture is actually smart, you know, bring in people who know what they're doing and that only supports the new people. I think, yeah, I think Chris Chibnall might have, here we go, bashing again, made a big mistake when he, (laughs) when he decided he was going to bring in all new people in the beginning because it's, it's, you know, that's not really fair to everyone because nobody knows what they're doing. Yeah.
1: And plus, plus it's a small little island. Like, you know, if you eliminate all the people that worked on Doctor Who in the past, then that's a very small pool (laughs) that you have to
0: choose from. (laughs) There (laughs) aren't a lot left.
1: (laughs) Yeah, exactly.
2: (laughs) Definitely. So it'll be very interesting to see what happens, folks. And, you know, as more news comes out, of course, we'll be your source for it, as we like to say. All right, let's move into this episode. We didn't even have enough news to even warrant a break.
1: is this Christmas Eve, sir? 1851, sir. Nice year. This creature came out of the shadows. A man made of metal. What manner of men are they? Cybermen.
2: Merry Christmas to you, too. So let's go back to <laughs> the wonderful year of 2008. 14 years ago, folks. And we are looking at David Morrissey as the doctor. Oh, wait. No, not really. but Sort of. Kind sort of, of. Kind of. of. Sort of. Exactly. <laughs> kind of. And I was, when I saw the trailer for it, or actually the preview for it at the end of the last episode of the regular season doctor who i was just like what the next doctor this is awesome you know and because the concept of time travel is why hasn't the doctor run into a future incarnation well just because the doctor at that point hadn't been cast in everything but i just the concept of it is a pretty cool idea and i like how they played with it and you know you know how even david's doctor the 10th doctor wasn't even sure that you know maybe this is a regeneration of myself who has a memory block app or something you know that he didn't recognize it
0: oh yeah in the beginning he definitely thought it was another version mm-hmm. of himself yes
2: absolutely
1: all the way to the alonzi you know
0: at the <laughs> very, yeah.
1: which was kind of forced but um i Look, when the first time I saw I haven't watched this since probably two thousand and eight, right? Um uh when it first aired. Um it's I've seen parts of it here and there, but it's not one that really um compels me to to watch it all the time. Um but watching it the whole time this time, I guess uh I appreciate it a little bit more because um the first time I watched it I was kind of not pleased about the the fake out right like because it was just sort of the premise and everything touted as like hey this is the this is the doctor meeting a future incarnation maybe not so I mean obviously it's called the next doctor but um and I thought like you guys I thought that was such a cool concept that um you know that had never been done before and then to find out oh no it's uh, it's not really that at all um But, um, you know, this time I didn't have that baggage because I already knew that it was a fake out. Um, And uh, I sort of watched this uh, really appreciating David Morrissey's uh, performance in this. I mean, he's he's really, really good. I don't know if I would have ever called him as an actor that I'd like to see play the doctor. But, you know, if he actually was an incarnation of the doctor, I don't think I'd be upset. No, i was I, actually I agree. a, agreed
2: completely with that yeah. and i was actually kind of upset about it when he was the governor on walking dead <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. it wasn't and, too far long after this where he was like i mean talk about two completely different roles
2: oh exactly and that's what upset me because i liked him as the doctor I I thought he would make a great doctor, and then he played such an evil bastard. <laughs> <laughs> he was,
0: that's what makes him an actor. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, very both. good actor. He can yeah, he, can, it, he can convincingly play both. Yes.
0: Yeah. He, yeah. He's he's really good in this. He, he's very convincing.
1: Yes. And 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 I really appreciated the the scenes where they're sort of. I mean, it's really, it's really forcing the tenth doctor david's doctor to hold a mirror to himself which we've never really seen i mean yeah we saw him with uh, a previous incarnation of the doctor in that in that fun little short with the fourth doctor but he's never really really just kind of looked at himself and had himself quote unquote as a companion a mirror of himself as a companion and i thought that was that was i thought that was overall well done i think the first act and the second act of this are pretty interesting The third act is where it all goes bonkers and it falls apart. Yeah, it really falls
0: apart at the end. It's
1: just really crazy. Yeah, it's
0: it's Um, pretty bad.
1: But um, the first, uh, yeah, all the scenes between David and David, not the musical group, which I like a lot, um, but uh, um, but the two actors I think are just really fascinating to watch. No,
2: very much. The
0: interaction between them is great. Oh, the chemistry between the two of
2: them
1: was fantastic.
0: Yeah.
2: And that's what I loved about it was they worked really, really well. But I also liked the companion in this. Rosalita was awesome.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Rosita was pretty cool. I don't think she's used much in the first act, um, but uh, the introduction of her and everything is pretty cool.
0: Yeah, and you I mean you can definitely see her as a companion. It's easy to believe he's a reincarnation of the doctor. Absolutely. It's, I love the moment when the Tardis is revealed as the hot air balloon. Oh my god. They, they set that up so well.
2: And it's awesome <laughs> that he has the acronym for it too.
0: Yes. Yep. He's got it yep. all worked out.
2: You know, it was like what was it like tethered, you know, aerial something something. And it's it was just it was just awesome. And it, he it, it, it there were so many little things, and you had you it had you believing at one point that he was the doctor, and it was it was working really really well. You know there was but you know right from the beginning what were those you know cyber
1: muppets or whatever they were? <laughs> yeah. And, yeah, they call them um, they call, call, they sc- they call were- them cyber were- cyber shades, and they're never really fully explained, nor do mm-hmm. they really. Mm-hmm are they really that great
0: they were they look they look
1: pretty cheap they look like no, something they from look like
0: somebody in a halloween costume they got from walgreens
1: yeah yeah
2: that's a good way to put it and you know it's exactly and they were like on all fours and everything and then you know then it was driving the carriage for miss cardigan you know
1: it's just like really <laughs> really yeah,
0: yeah they seem to be
1: sentient like, oh, nobody will not, notice that depending on the plot um yeah and what they like what were they like i mean the cyber technology takes over things what like what was this originally we don't know was it yeah. a bear it just doesn't make any it, sense you know a big a dog ring a
0: ting i don't know <laughs>
1: <laughs> exactly
0: yeah, it did. That made no sense whatsoever. That was like, I we don't have enough Cyberman costumes, but look, we have some leftover half-price gorilla costumes. We'll cut those down, slap a mask on.
1: <laughs>
2: yeah. yeah, that sounds about right. That's about right. Yeah, but you know, and you know, I, the first time I saw it, I thought this the steampunk Cyberman, you know, monster, whatever it was, the Cyber King, was kind of cool looking but now watching it, it looked cheesy as hell it this this story especially the third act did not hold up at all
0: no this the third act is pretty bad, yeah. but actually yeah, the whole, whole villain arc is pretty bad
1: <laughs> yeah and and it's a shame because I think uh the actress uh Dervla Kiron, I think is her name is is really good um and she has a great presence. You could tell that she's up to the task, but yet the mo the the scenes with her are just they just fall flat, and I don't think it's her fault. Really I do. just think she's asked to do the impossible here. She's asked to to make her uh, this uh, Miss Hardigan character pretty in- interesting, and it's just we don't have enough.
0: Mm-mm. No, her she's got really wooden dialogue, it's... and then yeah.
2: You know... Exactly, yeah.
0: it's like a pantomime type dialogue. It's, or then the whole yeah. thing
2: with her, you know, you never have asked my first name. It's Mercy. It's like oh, oh brother, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it's like really yeah, guys.
0: That part was pretty bad. Mm-hmm. So it yeah, it's like two thirds of a good episode because uh yeah, the part the parts where. The Davids are on screen are are wonderful. I think I, I really enjoy them. But as soon as we get start getting more into the Cybermen, it wow, it gets bad fast.
2: hmm Exactly. And them, you know, them needing the children to do the labor was really weak. Really, really. So that weak. was
0: very Victorian poorhouse, Charles Dickens. Yeah. I think that's what yeah. they were going for.
1: Absolutely. I mean, we've seen that several times in a lot of especially British stories like Chitty Chitty Bang Bang and all that kind of stuff. I mean, that's, yeah, that's just a trope. That's like Mary said, it's just, it's just there. Mm -hmm.
0: It's kind of an excuse.
1: I think uh, also the, the third act really is weak because Jackson Lake, once he's discovered as not being the doctor is pretty much useless. Yes, Like he doesn't do anything. And that I thought was a disservice to him. Um, And actually Rosita actually falls uh, away as well. It's like, it's like, that's the third act is like, I'm all David Tennant. I'm going to save everybody and I'm going to do everything. And then we don't, I mean, we met these interesting people and yet they don't do anything and add anything to the third act.
0: Yeah. They just,
1: they're basically just running away. Yeah. That's exactly right.
2: (laughs) Yeah. But I did like Jackson and the doctor at the very end when, you know, the doctor was showing him the TARDIS.
0: That was a nice
1: moment, yes. That was a
2: really, really nice moment.
1: Again, all the scenes with the two of them are are great. Um, They act well on each other, and it's interesting to have, like I said, the Tenth Doctor have this mirror, especially at this time in his his run, because he's just said goodbye to to Donna and, and almost everybody else, all his other companions and everything, and we know he's going on this, you know, with hindsight, we know he's going on this sort of last series of adventures.
2: Yeah, but he didn't do the goodbye to all the companions and stuff until after he started regenerating. No,
1: no, 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 no. Well, no, but I mean, he had like, I mean, there was a lot of other companions. Oh, that's it?
2: true. They did the yeah. uh
1: the, yeah, you know, the, like three more the, in the da-
2: in the Dalek special yeah. in the, the yeah, two-parter. Yeah. They had yeah. Rose come back. They had. Uh, Torchwood they had Captain Jack right. they had
1: yes exactly they yeah. had like it was like the tardis was fuller than it's ever been with <laughs> yeah. characters from Doctor Who and then suddenly you know when we start we don't know what's exactly why he's come to earth in, 19, in 1851 uh but i did you know i love the opening um you know it's it's enough Christmassy that i i i appreciate cuz like we said it's not in your face But he's just arrived in uh, Victorian England and London and it's Christmas and he, you know, all the tropes are there, but it's just, it's snowing and it just, he's just marveling at it. It just looks beautiful. And I'm like, I'm, I have, I would have the same face as he would. I'm like, this is just amazing. This is like everything you want, like London Christmas to look like. Mm
2: -hmm. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And so I, I thought it was fun. And. You know, it it was a fun episode if you don't take it seriously, and if you skip the third act, it's a great episode.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, uh, it has a lot to recommend it, but but it just falls apart at the end, which is too bad because yeah. it does a disservice to the to the actors who I th- including the like you said the one playing Miss Hartigan, who I do not think the the part at the end is her fault at all. I think right. she's trying the best she can, but boy, her lines are terrible.
1: It's a disservice to the Cybermen, too. I mean, we've seen some amazing adventures with the Cybermen, and I do think um you know this is I don't know if this is the start of it, but there are a series of Cybermen adventures in New Who that are just like you guys are using them too much
2: well exactly uh, I'm
1: thinking of this one and then the one that Neil Gaiman wrote, and then uh the ones with like him and the roommate and all that kind of stuff. It's like they it seems like the Cybermen get to be overused. Not right, not at this point, but are on the brink of it right now.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah, they just kind of become parodies of themselves. Yeah. And so it it just doesn't work anymore, and they become too much like robots. You forget that there are human brains inside them, which I think is one of the reasons why in the Peter Capaldi episode at the end, where Bill gets converted, why it's so effective in that yes. episode, because they're really bringing back the body horror of the cybermen in a very effective way
1: yeah not not here though (laughs) no like in this one they have the only way the only way they remind you is of like because the lead cyberman guy has a like a window in his head that shows the brain it's like oh yeah he's got a brain in there but that's
0: i mean what is even the point of that you know
2: that's a throw that's a throwback to the old series yeah sure it was it was really not fun and you know, I, I expected the Cybermen and they, these were still the Cybermen from the, you know, what was it? The time of, not the angels, the ghost story and the Dalek one. And at the end, the last one with Rose in it from the
1: Rose Yeah, season. I think so. Mm-hmm. I think so. Yeah, they cause... mentioned that uh, they were all like sent to the void. And mm-hmm. I guess one escaped, I guess it's the one with the brain window. And uh um and and then starts starts up again, of course. But the and, whole thing about like oh we need a king and it needs to be Miss Hardigan and all this kind of stuff I'm like this doesn't make any, like anything nothing with the Cybermen made sense which is like weird because I'm like they're supposed to be like mechanical and logical <laughs> like why is none of what they do are doing make any sense?
2: Well, and that's the thing also with it because you know isn't lying an emotion you know basically and they're supposed to be all logical like you were saying Mike. that you know they they were lying
1: to her to get her you know to oh, become right. the cyber you said, like we lied or whatever and it's like yeah that's uh, yeah. it's just weird yeah it was yeah.
0: just out of character and it just didn't work
1: yeah, yeah. i mean it didn't I mean, work, there are... work for
0: her to have a stronger mind than all of them either and right. and to kind of take them over. I'm like, well, you haven't, I mean, it's not that you couldn't have used that as a storyline, but you have not established that with the character
1: at all. Uh, I, mean, I find kind it kind of
0: selfish and greedy.
1: Well, true. And I find it interesting that a lot of, I think that's one of the problems with the Cybermen used in New Who a lot is that, or maybe even Classic Who is that oftentimes it's not just the Cybermen that we're dealing with. It's, it's people using the Cybermen. Mm-hmm yeah
0: we're thinking that they're using the cyber yeah
1: right or trying to use the Cybermen or whatever and instead of just the cybermen themselves and maybe the cybermen themselves are just kind of boring but i don't i don't know just i think that this is just what another example of 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 uh dilution i think of them it would have been much more interesting if they had had a different alien race or something here
2: mm-hmm. it would have made more sense and but they wanted an easy out, and they used the Cybermen. That's pretty yeah. much, you know,
1: what it was. Yeah, yeah, that's what it, it definitely was here.
2: So you know, overall, fun story. Can't take it too too seriously, but it's just a lot of. I don't know. I, I
1: you say that, but I, I take the I take the scenes between. David and David, like really seriously, the 10th Doctor and and Jackson, because I just think we've never really seen that before with the Doctor kind of, I mean, we've seen them like we've seen incarnations kind of play around with each other. But in this one, it seems like the 10th Doctor really learns a lot about himself because he's never really seen himself like from this side of it before. And he's never really had anybody that knows him. Like, that's just like, like, he can't get away with crap because Jackson knows everything that he knows. He knows all this stuff. And uh, I think that uh, it's really interesting, the dynamic between them. I, I find that, man, if this episode had just been that, like, um, dynamic, it would have been really interesting. But it's not really, like, you know, action and fun for the kids and action figure like or whatever. But um, but uh, I I love that part of this episode, this story. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: I agree. I mean, I think that's one of the reasons why it works so well is that it really advances David Tennant's character, the yes. inter- the in- the interaction he has with Jackson Lake, and so that I totally applaud. That was a brilliant writer's move. But yeah. you know, it's like like Russell ran out of time, and he's like, "Uh oh, <laughs> I got to fill fifty more minutes. <laughs> what do I am I gonna do, Cyberman?" Um...
1: I mean, I thought little scenes, like, was telling when, you know, the Tenth Doctor goes off to to fight the Cybermen after Jackson Lake is discovered, like, after he finds out who he is. And the Tenth Doctor's like, well, I got stuff to do. So, boop, he, he, you know, he darts off. And and Jackson tells Rosita, like, go to to him. Go be with him because he needs somebody. Like, he knows that the Doctor needs a companion, um, which is something that. I think we said it before. This is really like this is really like Russell T's big thing that he's bringing to the character is that the Doctor needs a companion. Otherwise, he goes, you know, he goes all mad with power and everything. And we kind of see that too, where he offers once again. He offers Miss Hardigan a deal, and she <laughs> obviously is not going to take it, him up on it. And he's like, "All right, well then, the hell with you guys." I tried. i'm gonna i'm gonna blow y'all up to bits (laughs) well and i
2: loved it though when he fired the, the memory cores at her and she says you didn't that you that was your best shot you didn't do anything he says oh i didn't and it's like i just freed you from their cyber control and it's like that was a great scene
1: that was pretty awesome it it was in some ways but in other ways of like I'm like I don't understand this at all. <laughs> no, I mean I, I I agree that
0: that was a good way to 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 get out of it. Uh, the yeah. mess the mess that <laughs> they had created at that point in the plot that was a good way to get out of it. But mm-hmm. yeah,
2: and so yeah, and then you know then her starting to screaming and the feedback then destroyed all the Cybermen and and herself. They just like shredded and disintegrated. It was like, oh, really?
0: Yeah, that well, was, that you know, was, yeah. Feed, all that feedback.
2: <laughs> so yeah, it was interesting. And then we had, you know, then him sending the uh Cyberman into back into the void or whatever it was. Yeah, that
1: was just that was dumb. Yeah, yeah that that was really dumb. <laughs> and mm-hmm. I was like, okay.
0: I mean,
1: but the whole third act is, is dumb, so. True, there, true. Yeah.
2: So we can keep on going back and forth It's saying it's dumb. It's dumb. It's dumb. <laughs> all right. This is going it's to be. smart,
1: issue. it's dumb. It's smart, it's dumb. It's <laughs> smart, it's dumb. It's <laughs> smart,
0: smart, dumb.
1: Exactly. <laughs> That's right.
2: <laughs> so, all right, let's go ahead and rate this one because I don't think there's any final thoughts on this. <laughs> all right. One out of five is one being the worst, five being the best. Mr. Mike, I'm going to let you go first.
1: This is a tough one because uh, there's a lot that's really cool in this. I mean, I, I definitely would recommend people see it uh, because it's really cool to see David and David work together. Um, and the, the Cyberman stuff is is awful, but it's, you know, is it that awful? I don't know. I'd have to give it maybe a three and a half. Uh, it's just beyond like it's just a couple steps above like just average uh because the the cyberman stuff takes it down it had the possibility of getting higher grade but yeah that stuff just takes it down
2: okay that's totally fair mary
0: yeah i mean i kind of feel the same way i think i mean i think i would give the first two acts a five because yes. i just love the interaction between those two but the final act is like a 2 if even that Yeah exactly happens. so <laughs> right. i mean i think overall for me it's about a 3 i mean i wouldn't say no don't watch it uh, i would just say watch it but um don't don't expect much from the ending
1: <laughs> yeah i certainly i certainly wouldn't introduce um a non um, no, who no, no. The franchise this way
0: yeah I will say I liked it better on the rewatch than I did the first time.
1: Oh, really? I did too. around. Yeah. You know? I could see that. I think f- it's because we, we the like I said, in my case, the fake out isn't, like, on my mind as much. Because I already know that.
0: Yeah, that that's true.
2: Well, and like we keep on saying, you know, for me, I'm going to do a three and a half. You know, um, averaging it in, you know, like we said, the first two acts, great. And the chemistry. Great. I even love the scene when, you know, the Cyber Shade got lassoed and they were holding on to the rope. <laughs> <laughs>
1: And I mean, that
0: yeah, would... that's, that's silly, but they play it well. So it's fun to watch yeah. them. Yeah.
1: yeah. I mean, the, the best part about that is after like, you know, after she cuts the rope and uh, Jackson and th- the tenth doctor are just like laughing. They're like, this is awesome. Like what we do. I mean, granted, we're trying, you know, we're in dangerous situations, but we're having a lot of fun doing it.
2: Yeah. Mm, exactly. And they were, they were having fun. And that's, that came across really, you know, really well and you know rosita was just like what the hell are you two doing Mm. (laughs) and that was that was fun and the rest of it you know the third act you know drink a lot folks definitely Mm. eggnog that's the best way to to enjoy a holiday special you know i think that's the best way so that is our review for this week um guess we're gonna skip the regeneration episode because we've already reviewed that way back when. So Plus it's not
1: really holiday related.
2: No, not really. No, no it not really. And we no. don't want
0: to watch it again.
2: It,
1: no. That's right. That's the real reason.
2: Yeah, you know. <laughs> we don't want to see Restlon Spittle, you know, spitting out oh everywhere and you know, Galafrey has returned. Yeah. You know. <laughs> no, we don't wanna we're not gonna watch that. So I guess Christmas Carol is next for us. We're going to the yeah, doctor. We're going with uh,
1: we're going with Matt Smith.
2: That's right. And this one is that's going to be a ton of fun to watch, and it'll be very interesting to see where we get with that one and our reactions with it. And you know, you never know. We might say, "Oh yeah, it's going to be interesting to see." But the third act, no, just kidding, just kidding. <laughs> but, but yeah, it's um very very fun doing this with you guys and you know we're going to be back again before christmas so we're not going to wish you guys quite yet a happy holiday but you know what hope you're having a fantastic holiday season that's the way we should do it so definitely you know if you get a chance leave feedback for us anywhere you listen please do and you know for all our patrons who are listening to this early thank you thank you and for everyone who is listening to it regularly for free on you know your favorite media player, shame on you. I mean, yes, thank you for listening. So we definitely really appreciate you guys. We do. So definitely on behalf of myself, Mr. Mike Faber, and Mr. Michael Gordon, and Miss Mary Ogle, you want to promote your stuff, Mary?
0: You can find me at maryogle.com dot com or on Etsy at eVision Arts.
2: And folks, we will see you here next time on our station here. Peace, and we are done boom
1: Woo-hoo. you have been listening to earth station who a bi-weekly pop culture podcast dedicated to all things dr who featuring talents from across the universe all topics on the show are the sole opinions of the individual and are used for entertainment value alone you subscribe to our podcast up on itunes stitcher or follow our blog at www.esopodcast.com. You can also follow us up on Facebook, Twitter, or Google+. If you enjoyed the show, please leave feedback up on iTunes. It's time for a promo. For the Epsilon 3 podcast. The Epsilon 3? What do we talk about? It's a Babylon 5 rewatch podcast. Babylon 5? What's that? It's the greatest 1990s sci-fi show in history. How are we going to watch it? With glee and excitement. How would we rate those kind of episodes? Out of jump gates. How many jump gates? Out of five jump gates. Because it's Babylon 5. That is correct. If you go to Zahadum, you will die. But you know what you won't do? You won't die listening to the Epsilon 3 podcast. Right here on the ESO Network.